And uh, as usual, we have our friends from the Nigeria Correctional Service here seated. And uh, this one is a very special friend. She's, uh, it's the second time she's in the studio with us mm. today. Dr. Mrs. Regina Akwen, she is controller of corrections, uh, retired and uh, currently a lecturer at the Department of Psychology at the University of Yale. We're just talking about psychology not too long ago with uh, Kanye West. So she's here to talk about recovery and support for women involved with criminal justice. Good morning, ma'am. Good to see you. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine. Fine. Thank you. Welcome. Yes. We should be asking you also how um, the whole corona situation, the lockdown, you know, people losing their jobs, how is it affecting us uh, just before we get into um, the inmates? Well, as a psychologist, I know you would say something about that. Well, everybody's emotionally stressed. Mm. Um, everybody's living in fear because of most of the um, postings in the social media. Some people are scared, even leaving their homes. Um, you can see some people are using a double face shield and double face mask just because of fear of to corona. Be, to be double sure. To be double sure. So um, people are coping. You're coping even with the fear. And they're coping with the fear. They have no option. You have be- no option. Uh, because most people believe that it will soon come and go. So how does this, uh, how does this affect us right now? Yes, we are mentally stressed. Yes, we're living in fear. Is this for good or for bad? How is it um, affecting our behavior? Well, it's trying to make us to be more conscious of the fact that any situation can just crop up in, the, in, in, in people's life. And you have to find a way to get adjusted because um, there is no permanent situation in life. All right, change is constant. And uh, this is a period that is very foreign to many people. No doubt. Um, from your interactions with people, uh, has it been easy? To, uh, have people started adjusting to life with COVID-19? You think? Well, um, there is no serious adjustment. Everybody's just scared for nothing. And um, some people, uh, because they've lost their jobs, mm. some people are depressed, some people are become beggar and beggars overnight because uh, some of those that like um, those that were depending on the daily daily labors to be mm. able to eat it, it does not also happen like that and most of the places that have um, been locked down um, people are not really making it uh, to happen anymore so people are depressed pissed off and um, they're thinking of how to survive and I think... Um, so how would, you, how would you advise us to survive in this? How would you advise us to take? Well, it's just left for us to see how we can manage our finances and um, leave um, some of the things we, we want and concentrate on our needs and then um, look at our emotions and see how we can remain stable because um, what has a beginning must have an end. Mm. All right, so you've had that. This um, corona started, it will surely end. But in the meantime, we have to find ways to cope and cope positively. Some people are reacting in the most um, unusual manner, but don't worry, things will get better. Now let's get to the topic of today. We are looking at recovery and support for women involved with criminal justice. Now, when we talk about criminal justice, we have to start from, um, you know, taken before when the person is arrested, I think from arrest, I think Uh it starts from arrest to the court and then to the correctional um, center. So let's start from arrest. Let's start from there. Well, um, in most cases, um, we see that um, 
if, if we observe that women generally are not as many as as um, men when we com- we make comparison because um, in terms of crime in terms of crime it's not that women don't commit crime but there are some circumstances that surround um, even from the arrest because you might uh, a, a woman might commit an offense and you see the circumstances surrounding the situation um, they may not really get arrested in, 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 in especially if it's not a very serious crime Maybe you see a heavily pregnant woman or is just nursing a baby. Maybe there was something about violence that was not very serious. They cannot just be arrested just like they could have arrested the male counterparts. So it's like uh, there is a little leniency, not because there are women, but it's because of the circumstances that surround the situation of the women. Mm, Okay. So women are special. not that they are special, but there are special circumstances that they encounter that men don't encounter or they face that men don't face. So that is that that's just life. The... That's life for you. <laughs> we have to take it like that. Okay, so um, you just that's just the initial stage uh, at a point of arrest. Finally, a woman is arrested because. She has committed that sort of offense that warranted arrest. Mm. Um, You know, what is the process supposed to be like? Well, after the arrest, the next thing is prosecution. You know, when we are talking about criminal justice system, everything starts with the police and uh, then they move to the court. After the arrest, it it has to be prosecuted. They go to court from the court. Um, depending arrested and taken to a female cell, for instance. Or no, no, they are not arrested and taken to. Any, okay. It, there has there has to be prosecution, okay. and then taken to court. You know, some people have this misconception that immediately somebody is arrested by the police that is sent to the prisons. No cell. I mean, no, like okay. In custody of the police, first uh, off. Custody of the police. Some well, a female um, offender should be put in a female cell. Is that? Yes, they have separate cells, both for male and for females. So, okay. No, we're just breaking it down. Go ahead. No, no, no. They, 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 they have different sections. Obviously. So. so from there, the person will be sent to court. It's now the court that will decide whether he has to be incarcerated or whether discharged and acquitted, depending on whether he's guilty or not guilty. That is left for the court to implement that. So, But from that point, it is now left for after the uh, sentencing, the person is now sent to a correctional center. And in the correctional center, there is what we call admission. They have to be admitted. And after that, there'll be an assessment of the demographic data of the inmates. And then we look at the circumstances that surround the person's life. What exposed the person to uh, being incarcerated or to committing crimes? From our own assessment, we have recognized the fact that... um, most of the uh, inmates are people that are drug addicts. Not all of them. Some of them have some post-trauma based on something like gender-based violence, maybe rape, and some other psychological trauma that can make it possible for the, predispose them to committing offense. And some of them, because of living false life or sensational life, that is not backed up with money. They can do some things that can predispose them to committing offense. And not only that, some of them are down with some mental disorders that um, 
some of the things they do is not um, what they could have done if the mental aspect was all right. Then, like, those that are involved in drugs, you know, like, most people that are in drugs or even um, alcohol addiction can and can make them not to be really sensible in what they do. Okay. That is, it impairs their sense of judgment. And from, from that point, um, many things have predisposed them to committing crime. Do we get to determine the state of a criminal before the person is incarcerated? If no. the person is using drugs, no. if the person is acting out No, 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 it's the of... assessment that is done in the correctional system. In the correctional system? Yes, yes. So, Okay, so they get arrested first and they get in there before the assessment is done. Well, you know, um, Correctional Center is the last point of criminal justice system. So whatever they bring in, you have to do your own assessment and see. Because um, in most cases, we know that um, imprisonment is for correction. And when people get in there, you cannot correct what you don't know. So the first thing is for you to carry out assessment. What is really the predisposing factor that is making this person to commit this offense? Is he on substance? Is he mentally deranged? Is it post-trauma? All these assessments are made. And then they have to be reformed. What am I talking about reform? That's the aspect of the recovery because um, this person has to know himself. Okay. He has to see um, uh, whether his self-esteem that is making the uh, uh, this woman to go into drug addiction is it like his escapist form of um, reaction when that is done then you now look at the strategies that you have to Is, is that adopt. currently ongoing? Yes, For instance in Aquibum in the custodial centers you have uh, uh, female criminals in court or offenders as they're called now who are undergoing rehabilitation every day yes we have really yes we have okay it's, it's, it's done everywhere in nigeria but you know that this is really prominent in exclusively female prisons okay. and uh, we have three exclusively female prisons in nigeria lagos ondo and um, Edo states okay and all those things are put in place because women have their peculiar circumstances then the old uh, most prisons they have women wing but um th- that women wing the number is relatively very small and um they cope in their own way and we have um psychiatrists doctors within the system okay. we have um nutritionists and so if for instance um somebody with is down with them um, um alcohol addiction you have um seasoned counselors that do the assessment and see the, the, the predisposing factor, the pre-morbid personality of the individual and see what strategy could be adopted for this person to drop mm-hmm. the drug because it's just for them to know where they are and what they need to do next. Okay. So, you mentioned women having peculiar circumstances. What are those peculiar circumstances for offenders, women offenders in... Um, correctional center or the criminal justice system let's, let's start there too okay in most cases um when you look at the situation that a woman can be arrested even at the point of arrest she does not know she's pregnant it's after she's taken into custody that she oh i have missed my period so i'm pregnant sometimes i had encountered some that don't even know 
who had the pregnancy. So it becomes very traumatic for them. So we have to carry out counseling to make sure that the person remains emotionally stable and he will have options whether to um, the baby would be adopted or whether she would be really willing to own the baby irrespective of the fact that she does not know the the, the, the biological father. father. Then sometimes even within the, the system, you have those that are coming in with babies and those that are put into uh, bed in the, in the prisons. So their nutrition, uh, at least in the first few weeks, is different from the nutrition of all other inmates. Those things have to be taken care of because um, we have the United Nations Standard Minimum Rule for the treatment of female offenders. And emphasis is laid during delivery in the system, in the correction system, the breastfeeding and care for the babies that it should be almost as it happens outside. And that is always taken care of. We have nurses and we have sections that they put the baby. Uh, so all those things are peculiar to women. Then there are some women that feel that um, another aspect, ostentatious living. Sometimes um, uh, some women want to live be- beyond their income. They want to wear gold when they don't, they cannot afford, and they, that can predispose them because they want to look good like other women, irrespective of the fact that they cannot, they don't have financial backup. And that can predispose them to committing to, to crime. crime. Yeah. What, what's the most? Uh, what are the most prominent uh, crimes that women uh, commit these days? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, there are so many. Well, you can see them with um, child trafficking. Um, I, uh, not when when I'm talking about okay, child, women involved in all crimes, right? Just like the men, but no, that, the like, prominent like, ones are child trafficking. Yes, because some women, uh, I have seen a few women, uh, when they are pregnant, they've made up their minds on um, having to dispose the the baby to get some money to, to settle down. Mm. Yes, to sell the baby. And sometimes they agree with the husband, oh, when I have this baby, because we've already got, gotten like five, well, there is no need keeping this one. When we have no means of livelihood, can we sell this one out and use the money maybe to uh, buy Okada so that we and can start a And that's a punishable business. criminal offense. Exactly, it is. And then uh, apart from stealing, um, those petty stealing, um, drug trafficking. Um, there are some high-profile inmates that are really in ingrained in, in, um, in, in, in drug trafficking, and they have agents among the small agents that, when they are arrested, they arrest them along with the agents, the ones that they give to really do the moving because sometimes they don't even do the moving. But when even they, while they, they're in detention, they still, you know, carry this out. No, no, no. Bef- uh, when they are, when they are arrested, mm. they will have to speak, because if somebody is arrested at the airport, maybe a young person of maybe twenty, they will f- start f- making findings. Who gave you the drugs? Then the 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 boss will also be arrested because uh, she will not be able to uh, hold hold the secrets. Okay. All right. We're talking today about the recovery and support for women involved in criminal justice. It was important to know, you know, um, what kind of uh, crimes and then uh, what the process is and why we term the women special. Of course, women are special beings, but why are they given special treatment? Uh, you've also mentioned that... Um, a nursing mother or um yes will be a given woman. a pregnant woman or a nursing mother will be given um almost 
the same treatment she would get if she was outside detention yes, or outside the um, prison facilities. Mm. Okay, so um, what other sort of supports do you give uh, these women in um, custody? At the custodial centers you know some of them have little education okay if they if they are convicted and maybe the time is long they go through educational process some people have graduated like in uh, um, lagos they have uh, women that have that came in with nothing they started with them um, um primary to secondary and somewhere they graduate because some people that are into crime it's possible that uh, it's very very possible that because of their low educational standard they cannot even express themselves to defend their rights so uh, that is taken mm-hmm. care of in the prison some don't still just have any skill and um, when they get into prison we have workshops um, peculiarly for women particularly for women like hairdressing and um, baking and cosmetologists and, and the rest of them so they are put through this process and at the point of that's in uh, under the rehabilitation then by the time they are leaving the prisons then it's taken care of because there is what we call uh, pre-discharge counseling and at that point we can link up with some philanthropists with some ngos if you had done well in in whatever trade you learned some people do we have success stories yes we have we have success stories. For in Aquabum? Yes. At least when I was the, um, the controller, we we brought some people out once in a while. And uh, we had a philanthropist who bought dryers for the for the women and also uh, took care of the males. But we are talking about women now. So yes. We the, um, sewing machines and um, the welfare officers had a follow-up to be sure that they settled and the philanthropists also gave them some money that they hired the shops and they were st- they they had been doing well okay then okay. I, I have a question um from what we've been saying you have really talked about the support given to these women how about the aspect of recovery is it that these supports given to these women will aid their recovery in any way no the the recovery started from the reform um, level because sometimes they are reasoning they might think they are right they do not even know about the law they, so they ha- uh, we have to make sure that they understand what the law is even saying because sometimes they say oh I didn't know it's, a, it's, it's an offense mm. I didn't know it's this so we had to put them through the fact that drug addiction is not good and then they do the assessments carry out counseling we bring in religious group and angels because there are some specific religious group that are good in counseling they are professionals and even within the prison system so that aspect is the aspect of recovery from the previous behavior and beliefs because if you don't attack the belief and attitude of somebody the action will still get towards what he had known so those aspects are the aspects of recovery it is after the recovery that we move into rehabilitation letting them know have some trade to be economically um, stable when they leave the prisons or the uh, correction service. Okay, then. Let's take a break. Uh, we'll be right back on The Correct Life and Comfort 95.1 FM. FM. The Comfort Breakfast Fiesta. How time flies. Well, did I mention, um, shout out to Victor the Sports Oracle. He was here uh, to get his gift. He got a lovely shirt courtesy of Gift to Boutique, Wanibar Road. And of course, uh, 
one of our amazing stickers right here, no doubt. Congratulations to you. Congratulations, all. Victor. Of course, we had our guest from Nigeria Correctional Service. You should have been here with us in the studios. Okay, still have here with us Dr. Regina Appen, and uh, she was controller of corrections and lecturer department. She is the lecturer of the. She's a lecturer, Department of Psychology, Psychology. University of Uyo. And we have been talking about recovery and support for women involved with criminal justice. Now, from the things that you've said, obviously, sound like um, the correctional um, center, the custodial centers have been doing a lot for these women, which we applaud. Uh, Let me ask one question before we just start wrapping up. We know women have, you know, their periods monthly. What is that like? Do they have adequate support for that? Do they have pads, good pads given to them? That's very important. Okay, I was just conservative about that. When no, we were talking who about doesn't that. know that women have periods? <laughs> um, yeah. Actually, we we handle that in the um, custody okay. because there are some religious groups and NGOs that are particularly interested in caring mm. for the women in custody and sometimes they come in, take the list of their needs and then purchase those things. So they've never lacked those things in the course study. Okay. All right. So after this reformation, rehabilitation, support that you're given, you talked about even education as well. Yeah. Um, Obadji has been here severally to talk about how the inmates um, also go to school in there. So the women are not exempted. No, from this, no, no, they are also part. Yes, they're part of, they're also part of it, and uh, they, special- even, they even do more than men. Ah, okay. <laughs> Not always. Women always carry first. I know. <laughs> first in crime. Huh? No, no, no. <laughs> you just said it do more than men. Now, so no, no. Take the out, positive take aspect of it to, is only out. men that teach men uh, women how to. Uh, let me really? not say that. I know you're you're going somewhere, <laughs> but let's stop okay. first and then come back to life after the correctional center. Um, what uh, what what are you doing? You know, once they get out, all the processes we are passing through from a reformation where they have to change their beliefs and attitudes and then go into um, life skills and. Um, social skills and um, vocational skill. All these are preparations for their reintegration into the society. So by the time we, we take the, the record and give them the things they're supposed to go and start life, the problem we ha- they normally encounter is stigma and discrimination within the society, even within the family. But uh, some which is normal, but should be changed, right? It should be changed, and um, education is still ongoing. And even what what we are doing here is part of the education because yeah. most people have never entered the prison yet, even to visit their relations. They don't even know what is happening there. All they know is imagination, and they put all sort of things. It's a hell on earth. So when somebody is getting into prison, the shock uh, will need to be managed. How but can we post- change this stigma? That is why it has now come to be correctional uh, uh, service where we have custodial and non-custodial services so that um, the people that will be sent to non-custodial um, sentencing, being in the community, people will still get to know that they are human beings like okay. us and they are being treated as human beings. So in the area of uh, stigma and discrimination on discharge, you know, there are some people that after learning this trait, by the time maybe they are staying close because 
a neighbor had already known that she's um, a discharged inmate or somebody that had mm. committed whatever she sows will not be appreciated and uh, even going to uh, let me not go before he's, uh, <laughs> and even if he's cooking okay. uh, people who uh, don't even know the bad bad things he would have done with mm. the food you see some people they pass the, the, there is uh, there, there was a particular group i actually handled it uh, two two women they were high profile inmates they teamed up after the incarceration. I think they were um, they were in, in the custody for over ten years. Wow. So we were following up with some human rights activists, and they set them up to be selling. Some when I get some friends, when they get to know that they were they say, their product would be too so, so expensive, you know, with that criminal ideas. Wow. So that discrimination had been very strong, but I hope with the non-custodial service that uh, something will happen okay. because even family members also discriminate among the people in it, uh, that okay. has left the incarceration. All right, we have to go. Uh, just take something you said now. You said you hope. Mm-hmm. But we also hope that the reformation proce- process in uh, the Nigeria Correctional Service can be trusted so much so that anyone that leaves there we can trust that this we person off. has yes. been reformed. Mm, truly reformed. Can we say? We can say that authoritatively, but... 100%? Pe- almost 100%. Oh, okay. But people, what about that, outside, that 1%? That 1% can also, be, uh, can also happen to any other person. Okay. So now the bulk lies on people outside yes. to stop the discrimination of ex they had made up, They have this mental uh, setup that anybody that is out from incarceration still has criminal mind that okay. can do anything. We hope we hope uh, that that uh, attitude it will change. Thank you very much, Dr. Mrs. Regina Akban, yes. controller corrections, uh, retired and now lecturer. Department of Psychology, University of Oh, Oglaji, thank you also. Thank you as well. Thank you very much. Yes, Don't forget, be on lookout for the upcoming talent show by the Nigeria Correctional Service. Mm-hmm. It is going to be a hit. Yes, it is. All right. And that's it. We got to go out. Thank you very much. God to... bless you. Have a wonderful Tuesday. Keep yes. being safe. And remember, get corrected as we talk to you so you don't get into the custodial centers. All right. So you're giving out yes. stuff. Uh, listen up to Enjoyment Time. We'll have goodies.